What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. As I started to create the file to record this, I realized this is our 150th episode. I wish I realized that before I put together this short one. I was hoping maybe I would make this 150 more memorable, but hey, to another 50 and living every day like you've been in the end zone before. So what's 150 when I'm going for 1500? So let's get to it. Coming from the topic of pain on the last episode, I wanted to talk about pretty much the same thing in an inverted fashion to highlight some additional qualities it takes to succeed on that uphill climb. We've circled these topics from all different angles, and anytime that I find new wording, new verbiage to attack from a different angle, I can't help but share. One of those things is something that I heard recently on Impact Theory about Tom Bilyeu talking about his ability to self-soothe. What he said was, what he realized early on in his business career was that the thing that separated him from other people was his ability to self-soothe. So if someone was chastising him, embarrassing him, or he was just embarrassed for any particular reason, most of the times, those things, being chastised, being embarrassed, would break people. It deranged most people. It pushed them underground. And although he was still hurt and still went through the same emotion, he was so obsessed with his goals that the goals would override the emotions by asking himself one question, which was, what is going to move me forward? So in not much of a different way, I talked about this all the way back, episode 30, Taming Thoughts, how those that get paid the most are called to be most in control of the impact their thoughts or circumstance has on their emotions at least visibly, how a CEO, I gave this example, how a CEO might be required right before walking into a large meeting to feel the call involving a tragedy with one of their employees in a factory or maybe something much more public like a customer being hurt in an amusement park or a zoo. And after fielding that call, he still needs to have the composure to conduct that pending meeting while still being sensitive enough and paying respect enough to what just happened. And these high-pressure situations serve as a differentiator. They filter out who is fit for the job, the few that are sifted through that are fit for the job. These situations that will crush most people demand the caliber of person who is stable and secure and reliable in their ability to react appropriately, to emote appropriately to self-soothe so he can do so. And it has pained me the most to come to this realization as I've grown older. The fact that most things in life are an emotional game. As a person who takes probably disproportionate amount of pride in his intellectual ability and my ability to logically reason and problem solve, and I realized that although that intellectual ability has helped me and elevated me in a room, the level I wanted to reach 
was not separated from me, though, by intelligence. It was indeed separated by emotional intelligence. And it's a documented fact that Daniel Goleman talks about in his book that the higher and higher you go in the work field, it is not the variance in IQ that enables one person to lead or another to follow. It is EQ. It is emotional intelligence that makes a person a leader or not, that makes him a superstar. All the players on the team receive the same coaching. It's the one that has the most control over his thoughts who can soothe the angst, anticipation, and excitement the most when it's game time, when it's down to the buzzer. That's the one who's crowned the most valuable player. And if you do that consistently, they build teams around you. Self-soothing, which is one aspect of the definition of emotional intelligence, which broken down by me in my favorite crude way is four aspects of emotional intelligence. Self-awareness, self-regulation, people awareness, people regulation. And self-soothing, which is the next step from awareness, you have to have that part at least down, is your ability then, self-soothing is your ability then to regulate your emotions and express them to the degree which gets you closest to your desired end goal. And it isn't that one emotion is better or worse. Although the extreme ones can be detrimental, it's literally about being able to regulate emotion and direct it precisely to accomplish a task. And sometimes in a battle, that is anger. And other times, it's calm confidence. Either way, the soothing aspect is that any competing emotion that dysregulates you, that takes you away from the desired result, is to be soothed away. Much of the station you occupy in life is based off of your ability to do this. Self-soothe. Emotionally regulate. No matter where you started out in life, where one person ends up in comparison to another, despite the disadvantages, is one who took what was given to him and didn't let it get in the way of the story he told himself. He attuned his emotions to a new narrative. No matter the challenges presented by his environment, he decided that he was bigger. He used emotional control, self-regulation. So self-soothe. What you used to run to your caretaker for, your mother, your father, your anybody that helped take care of you if you were blessed enough, what you used to run to them for is now your job. It's not a bad thing that you need it. We're human and really kids inside. But we need an inner parent to run to that will acknowledge our cry and then tell us to go out there and get it. I love your family. Stay true. See you in the next show.